G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by Hoopball. On this pod, we are discussing punting assists for your fantasy basketball strategy. Preseason, let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life! Here's basketball! G'day again and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by HoopBall. My name is Mitchell Casey and you can find me on Twitter at BallBoysNBA. Head on over there and chuck us a follow if you want up to the minute advice, fantasy feedback and all the thoughts that are going through my head during the NBA season. I am joined as always uh, by Callum Mack. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. I'm Fantasy Guru here. The fantasy guru himself. We're all blessed and, and not worthy to be in your, your presence here. So uh, uh, live it up here, guys. Um, continuing right along, we're talking more punting strategies. We're deep into the thick of our punting guide at the moment. Um, new podcast coming to you every couple of days. Today, we're punting assists. We spoke about points and the field goal percentages and free throw percentages more recently. Go back and listen to those podcasts if you haven't already make sure you give a thumbs up on the video or uh, give us a five-star rating on the podcast. But assist, Cal, punting assists. What are your thoughts before we get into the thick of it on uh, the punt assist strategy? Um, I like it. I like punt assists, um, first and foremost, because you can still get some great players. Just get a bucket. You get players that they don't want to pass the ball, but it's going to bucket. That's what they're after. This is the selfish build. This is the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the throwing up shots build. That's it. Well, like, What would Michael Jordan do? That's hey, mate, Michael Jordan will do what he wants. This, this is the Kobe Bryant build, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, punting assists. It, I, I like it too. I think it's a really good strategy. I think um, assists are valuable and a premium early in drafts. So one of the advantages of punting assists is the fact that while everyone else is scrounging around trying to get those starting point guards, getting all those assists, you don't give a shit. You're just going to... Keep going along, getting those bucket getters, getting those big guys, um, and not worry about that category at all. So you can get some really good value with this with this build. Uh, what are some other advantages to the punt assist build um, here, Cal? Um, it's definitely the big men. Um, I definitely think it's big men because none of the big men really get assists. Um, and when you get a lot of big men, you can get pretty good blocks as well. So I think naturally you do get a bit of a boost in those couple categories. Yep, definitely in those big guy stats. Also, naturally, your turnovers are going to be well looked after as well. Um, similar to like the points we spoke about in last podcast, this probably even more so. Fewer assists means probably fewer turnovers. Guys are not passing the ball. They're just jacking up shots. They're just, they're just getting buckets. So um, naturally, your turnovers are higher, something that I usually don't give a shit about. But in this build, I will be looking after them and caring. Um, and the other thing is like, you know, there are only so many starting guards that get big assists. Um, I, I feel like, however, the assists are starting to spread out a little bit more in the league compared to previously. There's less of those 10-plus assist guys, but um, assists are still very much concentrated in the early rounds of fantasy drafts, so uh, we can get out some more value that way. Let's talk about some notable players who benefit from this build. 
I split this up into two different categories on, on your screen here if you're watching on YouTube. You've got the big guys who are fairly obvious. Clint Capella, Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, Michael Porter Jr., Jonathan Isaac are some notable names. However, in the punt assist build, you still need guards. Um, who are some guards, Callum, that uh, benefit from this category or benefit from this punt, I should say? Um, one of my favorite guys would have to be a CJ McCollum. Um, but you, you get your Jalen Browns, Norm Powell, Nikhil Alexander, Zach Levine. Uh, Colin Sexton is a great contributor to this as well, as well as um, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, so obviously a lot of those guys get a little bit of assist, but um, we don't really give a shit, to be honest. Um, and you still need to get that point guard eligibility. You still need to have those those positions um, with a bit of depth behind you in case one of them gets injured. And they still score a lot. You know, Colin Sexton is an excellent example. Someone you can get late in drafts, but he slides because he doesn't give you any assists. Um, we don't care. So when we get him at the end of the draft, it's the same as getting someone who scores a lot of points and gets you assists, but we just don't give a shit. So his value is boosted. Same with players like Norman Powell. Um, Nikhil Alexander is one of my favorite sleepers this year so far in the early ADPs. Uh, I think he's going to have a big year, should be starting over in New Orleans. So I like the fact that he uh, hasn't met a shot that he doesn't like uh, and will just jack it up whenever he can. Um, and obviously Jordan Clarkson, the reigning... Is he the reigning... Yeah, reigning six man. Have I got he that right? Man. Yeah. So yeah. obviously he's a bucket getter as well. Um, anyone else that you feel like we've missed out on, or we we covered sort of, we've covered a few players there. Um, I'll, I'll just touch on the the point guard eligible guys, this in Colin Sexton, CJ, and, and Clarkson. Um, I suggest that you'd probably at a, at a minimum you'd really want at least two point guard eligible eligible guys on your yep. team. So you really you want to be taking probably one of those guys at least, and then you have a bit of a flyer in the late rounds if you yep. wanted to. Um, but you really should be homing in on either the Sexton, McCollum, or Clarkson just so you can fill that slot. Yeah, 100%. And make sure you know what uh, what player is eligible for what position in your league. So if you're playing on fan tracks, I don't think there even is point guard eligibility that's concerned about. I'm pretty sure it's just guards, forwards, centers. Um, so that makes it really easy to do this strategy. Uh, in ESPN and Yahoo, I think there is that point guard in most leagues. So make sure you know who's point guard. I think a couple of years ago, Zach Levine used to be point guard eligible. He's not this year. Um, so far, more from what I'm looked at. Uh, sometimes they add a, a point uh, uh, eligibility in different positions, but don't rely on that. Make sure you know ahead of time who's point guard eligible. Uh, that's a really good tip there, Cal. Uh, let's move on to pairing the uh, assist punts with other categories. What's a, what's a good um, pairing with the assist punts there, Cal? Um, one of my favorites is the assistant threes. Um, I think that's pretty good. You can go assistant steals as well, which is something I've done previously. Um, outside of that, you have your assist three throws and your assist points. Yeah, I, I, I like those. I think yeah, I think you've touched on the main ones that I, I'll, I'll hammer in um, and sort of go go further is those assists and threes and assistant steals. The assistant steals steals is not something that we normally punt. Uh, it is something that in most of the videos you wouldn't have seen us mention us uh, punting steals. It's it's difficult to do. It's a low volume stat. Lots of different positions do it, but in this case there are a lot of players that put up big points, put up threes, shoot a decent percentage both sides, um, but don't get a lot of steals. A player like Michael Porter Jr. jumps to mind. Um, a Norman Powell jumps to mind. Colin Sexton jumps to mind. So all these players are putting up huge points threes but no steals, no assists, and for that reason, their value is normally dropped dramatically. So 
if you're able to get these guys and, and not worry about those two categories, you're, you're going to be um, getting a lot more value from them uh, than others would in their build. So it is one of the few things that I think you can pair steals in there with uh, and pick up a lot of value where others might not. Um, and of course, you've got your free throw percentage and points and things like that and concentrating all on those big guys. But, you know, sometimes those if players are punting free throws and things like that, you can sort of find yourself um, having very similar teams at times. Let's go on to the pitfalls and traps of punting assists. What are some, what are some traps that you think people might run into when doing this strategy, Cal? Um, outside of, like, once again, you get your point guards, make sure you got one or two. I think that's always a good one. Um, and then you really just need to be um, keeping an eye on... Um, yeah, you really have to lock in that category like always. So if it's going to be your threes or your steals or your free throws, just just make sure you do kind of lock in one of those additional punts. Pretty, I'd say in the third or fourth round. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think this is a strategy that people will naturally want to guard... Uh, sorry, naturally want to pick up those big guys really early. Because especially if you're using a, a system like a basketball monster or, or something like that, if you turn off assists, you're going to see all these big guys fly up the boards. You're going to see your Embiid's, uh, your Turners, Rudy Gobert's, Clint Capella's, all these guys. But like what we said in a few of our other videos in terms of like the punt free throw percentage, uh, punt points and things like that, you've got to flesh out these other categories. You've got to make sure if you are getting steals, you get your steals. You've got to make sure you've got to get your threes if you're, if you're worried about that. Looking after your free throw percentage. Um, you might find yourself accidentally punting another category without realizing it and then losing out on further value that you otherwise might have gained if you had taken that into consideration as early as possible. So um, definitely something to, to consider and, and make sure that you're all across of as well. So... Um, Let's get let's get into it. Let's get into a, a first four round mock. Who who out of the first round would you start to be already thinking? All right, I might be punting assists depending on who comes back to me in the second round here, Cal. Um, I think you got a few options. You definitely um, Joel Embiid is a classic. Um, yep. he, he he can do it. Um, even someone even someone like a Steph Curry because look the the six assists a game. Keep in mind, Draymond Green kind of runs the point a bit more than him. Like Draymond's the one who gets the seven assists. Steph only gets about that five and a half kind of range. So even Steph with the the huge boost and the three pointers per game, he can fit this build pretty well. Um, and he he fits in that point guard role. Yep. Um, even a Kevin Durant, because he can fit anything. Um, and then. Uh, look, I'd say Kyrie Irving as well could work. Um, similar reasons to Steph Curry. Yeah, he's someone that definitely puts up like that first round value. He might be going in the second round just because of that injury risk. And I would I would probably sign off on that. I think he's more of a second round player because of those risks. I will also shout out, um, who did we not mention? Uh, Anthony Davis as another option who should be going in the first round as a bit of a bounce back candidate. He is someone that you could definitely consider punting assists with. Um Let's go. Um, actually, Carl Anthony Towns as well as a, another guy you could you could make it work. Yeah, I, I can see that. He, he is someone that I, I don't usually. I I'd like to go a bit more of a punt uh, steals. Although that punt steals and assist combo I do like. And I actually did a mock draft the other day where I went into a punt assist build with Cat, and it it worked quite nicely. So uh, I will sign off on that one as well. Yeah, Cat would be someone you can do that for. Let's move on to the second round. Now, this is where you would really start to consolidate that that punt. There's a lot of guys in here that you could draft um, nice and high that don't get you those assists. Uh, I will mention again, Kyrie Irving is someone that even though, yes, sure, he gets you like five assists a game, 
But he is an excellent field goal percentage guy for the point guard position. Gives you lots of good free throw percentage and threes. Um, gets you those steals. So he is someone that is uh, able to fill that point guard spot for you. And then you just neglect that how to, ne- neglect that position until you get to Colin Sexton at the end of the, the towards the end of the draft. Um, so you can hold that in and then just focus on your bigs and wings after that. Uh, who else would you say in the second round is someone that you're looking at for a pun assist build? Um, I think Nikola Vucevic uh, is pretty good just because even the 3.8 assists he averaged last season were inflated from the magic. Yeah, and um, I think that'll drop. I, th- I think the Chicago, you can expect a bit of a drop, but the assists definitely will come down. Um, he fits this build really well. Yep. Um, Rudy Gobert is um, kind of screaming at you as well. He's always uh, he's a second rounder and he does not get an assist at all. So you're maximizing his potential. Yeah, you're 100% maximizing his potential. He's getting close to a first round player in that build. Um, of course, if you graft in someone like him, it is a free throw percentage that you're looking at as well. Uh, I also want to throw out there, Michael Porter Jr. is someone who I'm really liking in this build. I think he is probably one of the biggest beneficiaries in this build. We, I think we had a joke last last year when we were talking about him, the fact that he was averaging less than assists per game is one of his glaring weaknesses. <laughs> the man just likes to put up buckets. Um, but... Insane percentages, both field goal percentage and free throw percentage. Um, one thing that you can do with this build is look after both percentages to a certain degree and try get that 50 plus percent field goal and 80 plus plus percent uh, free throw percentage. You get a lot of guys like a Michael Porter Jr., like a Carl Anthony Towns, uh, like a Kyrie Irving, and you start the draft with those sort of players, you're looking really, really good, and you're a fairly unique team when you're going up against those punt field goals and punt free throw percentages. You might beat them in both percentages, potentially, which would really throw a curveball um, at, at teams like that. So I don't mind uh, reaching for Michael Porter Jr. in the second round in this particular build. He's got the upside to be a really good player this year. And actually, one more shout out on this. On the, he's probably even potentially a first rounder, but the late first round and second round. And Bradley Beal, he also kind of fits his build. He's a obviously he gets points. Um, he'll give you four assists a game, but the man does a, a lot of other things that can be pretty beneficial. Yeah, def- definitely someone you could consider. I do think his assists will rise this year without Russell Westbrook, but just because you make assists doesn't mean you can't punt it later on. Yeah, if you start sliding into the mid second round to late second, you should definitely pick him up. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate, especially if he's the, if he's there 100%. Don't that shouldn't dissuade you. Um, let's go into the third round now. So we're looking in the 20s, early 30s here. Um, what are some players that John Banton might I'll, I'll throw out a, a couple of names. You've got players like DeAndre Ayton, Miles Turner, Kristaps Porzingis, but even someone like a Jalen Brown who I'm really liking this year who's going to put up a lot of points. Um, get you Get you those steals if you're looking after that. Get you uh, a few rebounds, decent field goal percentage. Um, anyone else jump out at you for a punt assist build? I'd be starting to consider Clint Capella by the third round. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, look, that man was a rebounding beast last season. And his, his assist is 0.8. So he can't even get one a game. Um, he's there for a reason. Field goal is really, really good. Obviously, the three throw hurt you a bit. But it's not a huge percentage. It's only about 36 attempts a game so it's salvageable uh, I think it's very much on the borderline of salvageable it's it's nowhere near a Rudy Gobert Giannis type but it's it is getting close there um, I definitely wouldn't want to be pairing like for example I wouldn't go this early on a Clint Capella if you've already got like a Rudy Gobert for example because that's just overkill there's too many rebounds and blocks there you, you, you've got no other stats <laughs> all you've got is rebounds and blocks um, so I don't like pairing those two this early. If he falls back in like the fourth or fifth round, then yeah, sure, grab him after you've already 
establish some assistance deals. But um, if you're really keen on getting those big, huge boosts to your field goal percentage, rebounds, and blocks, and Rudy Gobert is already gone, then yes, he, he is someone that is um, good to go in this sort of a range. Um, I'll shout out maybe a Rashawn Holmes as well, who's someone gets a, a big boost in this category. And again, another person who gets good free throw percentage, good field goal percentage. He'll get you your blocks and rebounds. Uh, points, you know, not, not too many points uh, compared to some other guys in this, this. So you might have to consider that um, and if you haven't got points beforehand. Uh, but definitely someone you could consider as early as this. Although I think he might still be available in that fourth round, which we'll look at now, Callum. Who are some other guys in the fourth round that you like uh, for a pun assist build? Um, this is when you probably should be swiping up the CJ McCollum. Um, he might even, if you want to reach, you could get him in that third round. Um, I wouldn't really. I think he'll be available all, in the fourth round this year. I, I think he's, um, you know, souring a little bit in a lot of people's minds, although he was, he was putting up a lot of good stats last year before his injury. Uh, so keep that in mind. He was putting up a lot of threes. Um, but outside of that, um, I, I don't mind, uh, Toby Harris at this point in time. He doesn't, uh, he can do Old some faithful. pretty good positive, and you don't really know what's happening on that Ben Simmons trade. You, he could be a winner. You don't yeah. know yet. Um, could be a bit of a curveball. Otherwise, um, someone like a probably a bit later, maybe in the fifth and sixth, but I'll do a shout out to Robert Covington. Um, can fit this bill pretty well in. Um, uh, John Collins as well, uh, around the fourth, fifth round, potentially. You might start considering him. Yep, definitely. John Collins definitely gets a boost in this build. Um, I do like that. I'll also shout out to my nemesis, my arch rival, Jaron Jackson Jr. and the outer minute um, Memphis Grizzlies. But uh, yeah, I do like I like him at this point. And just looking at the rankings, uh, you might not have to go this early anymore, but OG Ananobi has been shifted back to the 64th ranked player on Yahoo, which is absolutely crazy. Um, I'm predicting a big year for OG Ananobi. Uh, Pascal Siakam is out to start the year, so I would be looking at OG in the fourth round, uh, especially in this build. because. And if you want to look after those steals, he is your man, and he is. I think he's going to score more points this year, hit a lot of threes, good percentages, get lots of steals maybe get you close to a block a game. Um, obviously, the assists won't be there, but you don't care because you are punting that category. So I do like me some OG. I know, I know. Um, another shout-out. Probably Christian Wood. Christian Wood can fit pretty well. Um, and then in the point guard role, uh, who we didn't mention before, you could you could go scary Terry Rozier. Um, yep. he, he might be a fourth-round pick. Um, I don't I don't He's a, hate yeah. that. He's another guy that, yeah, like you said, if you need that point guard eligible player and you, you don't want to go too early on someone like a CJ or something like that, you might be able to get him a little bit a round or two later than, than players like that. So, um, yeah, very good option for the point guard eligibility. All right, well, that might do it for us today again, guys. Thank you for listening. If you're listening over on YouTube, please make sure that you are hitting that thumbs up button, hitting subscribe. Um, if you have any questions, if you want to talk fantasy basketball, comment away. We love talking. We love replying to all of you guys. Uh, We want to create a nice community in the preseason, into the season, where you can come and chat fantasy whenever you like. Um, And if you're listening along on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you give us a five-star rating so we can get the show out. We can start to do more fan engagement things like the mock draft that is coming up this weekend. Um, Until next time, see you later.